0: Hey, what's up and welcome back to Microfamous. We have a really interesting topic today, high growth and what it takes. Uh, To me, there's really three ingredients that when I look at really successful high growth coaches and consultants, these three ingredients show up over and over again. What's interesting about them is these three ingredients are less about you and more about the external things that are going on and aligning with what's going on, right? Catching a wave, so to speak. You know, I was thinking about it the other day for people that are starting a new podcast and you want it to hit, you know, really fast and grow really quickly. Or if you've got a podcast and you want to double your, your downloads or something like that, like what does it take? Well, a lot of times it's not incremental necessarily. Now, I love slow incremental growth. You know, that's a big part of my uh, design of my marketing system is just relentless consistency, but if you want high growth, there has to be external factors going on, right? It's not just about you doubling down. You know, I noticed this. You know, talking to salespeople years ago, you know, I would ask them, you know, like, hey, what's your goal for your business? Like, oh man, I'm going to double my double my sales next year. I'm like, oh, like, okay, how you want to? How are you going to do that? I'm like, well, uh, uh, more calls, or I mean, I'm going to convert a higher percentage. I'm like. You're going to convert. You're going to double your conversion percentage. It's like, well, <laughs> the whole thing kind of quickly falls apart. Uh, so when you're setting your goals, you know, if you want to double the size of your business, if you want to double your podcast downloads, whatever, if you want that kind of like high growth, uh, there are things that you can control, and then there are things that that are outside of your control, but you can align with. And the best metaphor for it is instead of like, think of a, um, a surfboard versus a paddleboard. A surfboard is meant for the waves. A paddleboard is made for a calm, a, you know, bay, a lagoon, right? Places where it's flat, where it's not choppy. Now you can take a paddleboard out on the ocean and some people do, and it's a workout. Um, but if you want to, you know, Actually, ride the waves. If you want to surf, if you want to have a big wave, you have to get a surfboard. It's made for that purpose. It is made to ride the wave. And if you want a really high growth podcast, that's what you have to do. Your podcast has to be a surfboard, not a paddleboard. And you have to find a wave that is outside of yourself and you have to go ride that wave to growth. So let's get down to the three ingredients. The three ingredients are timing, message, and messenger. So let's start with timing. So just like with surfing there is a certain rhythm there is a timing element where you have to catch the wave at the right time. And I think if you go back into the history of you know some of the coaches and consultants that you admire and respect or whatever uh, you'll probably find the same thing that I found which is that you know intentional or not they caught a wave at the right time, right, which is responsible for a good chunk of their growth. Now they were awesome and they had a lot of great content and, and it doesn't take anything away from them to say that that's the important thing to remember. It doesn't take anything away from the coaches and consultants and the thought leaders that we admire to acknowledge that they rode a wave to get where they ended up. You know, I bring this example up, uh, quite a bit, Tony Robbins, but I wanted zero in just on the infomercial part, uh, cause that was a new wave. That was a wave in the eighties. And he was one of the very first people to jump on that wave and get that opportunity with Guthy ranker to put, you know, personal power, if I remember right, uh, as an infomercial and sell his cassette, his personal motivation cassette tapes through infomercials. That was a very unique opportunity and the timing of that was just right. He got in it just at the right time. He didn't come in you know, too early before, before anybody had any inventory to sell. He didn't get in too late after seven other people had already done it. Like he was one of the very first people to get in on that. So there, of course there's value in experimenting with new things because you never know where that new wave is going to come up. But the bottom line is if you're looking for big growth, high growth, you got to look outside of yourself and look at the waves that are going on. Look at what's going on in the culture. Look at what's going on in your industry. Look at what's going on in your niche. You know, is there are there new waves of specialization, for example? Are things getting more niche? Is your category fragmenting and breaking into a thousand pieces? You know, if you look at the media landscape. You know, if you want, if you're, you know, Fox News or CNN, you go. Whoa, we want to double our, we want to double our views. Like, well, good luck, because the entire media landscape is going in the opposite direction. It's fragmenting right? So the people that are having high growth are the smaller players in the space who are benefiting from the fact that CNN and Fox are losing viewers because the media landscape is just fragmenting into a thousand pieces. So you've got to look outside yourself, look at those types of trends, what's happening and what's the timing of those things, right? Is there, is there a trend that is in its beginning stages that you might be able to catch that can take you to a new level of growth? So timing, think about timing, look at, look at the coaches and consultants that you respect, look back in their history, and you'll find that there is an element of timing to their success. There's an element of timing to your success too. And if you haven't quite hit that yet, it's, it's hard because it hits at our identity. You know, am I really, am I good enough? Am I this or am I that? But, and you might be watching other people around you, you know, leverage trends and leverage, you know, little waves in the culture and little waves in in the mainstream to get more successful. And you look at them and go, man, what are they doing right that I'm not? They might not be doing anything right. They might be doing a whole bunch of things wrong, but they might just be catching the right wave uh, for a bunch of reasons. They might just have the right timing. They might have, you know, a couple of the other ingredients uh, and they could be literally screwing everything else up. They might be terrible business people. Uh, Unfortunately, when you're riding a wave, you can get away with being a poor business person for quite a while until the wave stops growing, right? And then you have to actually be a good business person to stay in and that's when everybody gets exposed. So when you look around at other people that are having more success, uh, dig a little bit deeper and I bet you'll find they're not actually maybe a better coach or consultant, but they're probably taking advantage of some wave, right? Some wave in the culture, some new trend, something that's getting traction and is growing, right? Some part of a category that's growing something, there's some wave there's that's that's growing, and they're taking advantage of that. So and there's always an element of timing to these kinds of waves. A really good example is, uh, so if you read the book Play Bigger by Chris Lockhead, one of his co authors and partners in his consulting company back in the day, Uh, was a gentleman who, like in the, I think it was in the late latter half of the 90s, started a virtual, like online sports company. It was way ahead of its time. And this is in the days before all the DraftKings and all the other virtual sports and the fantasy sports and all that stuff that came up. Uh, He was literally ahead of his time, right? The timing wasn't right. So even though the idea was brilliant, they couldn't execute it to the level that it needed to be. In order for it to take off and the technology just wasn't there yet for them to do that and they got the timing wrong. So right idea, wrong time. So there's always a timing element. So if you're that person, uh, you you have to look back at those things and say, hey, I had a great idea. Just the timing wasn't right. That wasn't my fault. Uh, That's something that you can look outside of yourself and go, I just, the timing didn't materialize the way I thought it was going to. Great. Let's move on. Let's find a new idea. So there's always an element of timing to any of these big success stories. Now let's move on to the message. Now, if you find uh, a wave out there in the culture or in your niche or in your industry, and you say, okay, I want to take advantage of that niche. Great. Well, then you have to, uh, obviously there's the timing element that we talked about. Then you have to make sure that the message that you are going to deliver is the one that will actually help you ride that wave. It is, is that the message that those people want, um, so think about uh, crypto. Uh, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to it. Obviously, it's it's in the news a lot lately, so you almost can't get away from it. Um, but it's it's obviously a huge wave in the culture. You know, when you start seeing like Bitcoin exchanges open up in strip malls like that, it's, it's hit the mainstream. So we are still in like this high growth, I think, high growth phase of of cryptocurrency, both as a thing, as an asset, and as just a item of interest in the culture right people are fascinated by it they're interested they're not sure what's going on people don't quite understand it and so it's interesting in the culture right so if you start a podcast in crypto it's going to have a pretty good chance of succeeding now think about going and starting a podcast in the financial advisor space right very old-fashioned stodgy industry not a lot has changed there they're still uncomfortable with the concept of marketing it just in and of itself uh, they don't know how to market themselves Uh, there's nothing, there's not a lot in the culture that is creating an extraordinary new demand for financial advisors, right? So if you're in that space, you're looking for, you got to look for some sort of cultural wave to ride. So for our clients that are in financial services, they're talking about things like Bitcoin and they're talking about things like, you know, the new AB five law in California, like they're looking for all these things that are waves in within the culture that they can take advantage of because there is no bigger wave in their industry. It's just flat. It's like, you know, and so you can either have a a, a paddleboard basically, and just kind of get around all through your own effort, or you can find some wave and you can get your surfboard over there and start riding that wave. So if you're in that kind of thing, you have to look at what is your message. And if you are, Trying to take advantage of this external wave in the culture or in your industry, you've got to have the right message, right? Think about uh, going back to Tony Robbins again. Uh, Part of what was happening in the 80s was that whole craze of like going back into your childhood. And then Tony Robbins comes along and says, no, I can, like, I can solve, I can, I can literally cure someone of a phobia, in one session. And everybody's like, No way you can't like that doesn't know you can't do that. Like we need years of therapy, and we got to go deep into your childhood, we got to relive all the trauma and all this stuff. And he said, absolutely not personal transformation can happen in an instant. So it was the right message. Right? It was a counterculture, like he helped kind of create this countercultural wave. And it was the right message for that time. And people resonated with that message, because they were hearing the opposite all the time, they were ready for something different. So in order to take advantage of those those cultural, those waves of of new uh, developments, new trends in the culture and in your industry, you got to have the right message. And finally, at the end of the day, you yourself have to be the right messenger. And that is that is tough because you don't really know until you put yourself out there and see for sure. But you may at one point come to the conclusion, maybe I'm just not the right messenger. And that's okay. You might have the timing right, you might have the the message right, but maybe you're just not the right person to deliver it for whatever reason. So really high growth coaches and consultants, they get those three uh, three things right. Uh, Some of those things you have control over, right? You have control over when you act, and that affects the timing. You have control over what you say, which is your message, and you have control over who you are, which is the messenger. But at the end of the day, Things that are outside of yourself, like the big waves that are happening in the culture, have a lot to do with your success. And I think it's time that we acknowledge that because, like I said, you can either have a paddle board where all of your success is dependent on you stroking that paddle over and over and over and over again, right? Or you can build a surfboard and you can go find a wave and you can get where you want to go a lot faster by riding a wave, so I want you to think about that. When you think about, okay, I want high growth, okay, great. What's the wave that you're riding? Okay, well I don't know. Great. What what's going on in your industry? What's going on in your niche? What what are the things? What are the topics? What are the trends that people are talking about? What are the, what are the waves that are going on in the culture in the Zeitgeist, so to speak? What what are those trends that are going on that are that people are talking about? What are people buzzing about? You know, a couple of months ago, Clubhouse was all the rage. And I knew that was not going to last. I haven't even done an episode about it specifically. I may I may not because uh, it seems like it might have already crusted, right? I think Clubhouse went from like, I don't know, six or seven million downloads in a month down to oh, less than a million downloads last month or something. It was like a precipitous drop off. But for a while, everybody and their mom was talking about Clubhouse. And I'm like, this is not going, there's no way this is going to last. And there's no way it's good for introverts to, to show up and try to be here. Uh, but everybody was talking about it. And so now you see, you know, if you are if you pay attention to your Facebook and Instagram ads, you're probably starting to see good courses pop up about and, and experts, so-called experts you know, pop up about how to be successful on Clubhouse and all this stuff. Why? Because it's a trend. It is a wave in, in our culture within kind of this coach consultant culture. There was a wave going on for a while where everybody was talking about Clubhouse. So if you can take advantage of those things, you may find a wave that is just starting. And I'll tell you what mine is. So the wave that I'm catching is the huge, huge cultural wave of more people exiting the corporate world and coming into the freelance world. Now, I could I could stay in that in that space, like the, the huge like there's a huge space of just, you know, let's say teaching freelancers how to freelance better. And that's fine. There's people for that what i wanted to do is i realized that with more and more of those freelancers what that does is it creates the demand for more coaching and consulting and uh, that's the wave that i'm riding which is downstream of the bigger wave of just overall people exiting the corporate world wanting more freedom wanting to work from home wanting to work remotely and eventually starting to freelance and consult on their own and become independent freelancers and consultants. Well, all of those people have no idea what they're doing in terms of sales and marketing. So guess what, what do they need? They need coaches and consultants to teach them how to grow their business. And I serve those people. So this is a decades long, this is not a flash in the pan kind of wave that I'm riding. This is a decades long wave. So just like Peter Drucker rode rode the wave of the ascendancy of the corporation and the manager, I view the role of the, the coaching consultant as like the new manager in the economy. So the economy 30, 40, 50 years from now, there's going to be more business coaches and consultants than there are managers inside of big companies or something, something along those lines. And so I want to serve those people. That's the huge overall trend that I'm writing. So think about that. Think about what is the wave? What is the wave that you're writing? And are you you know, the vehicle that you have right now in your marketing? Is it a paddleboard where you're having to do a ton of work to get any traction? Or do you have a surfboard where you can just go find that wave and go ride it to high growth? Because that's what the co- the coaches and consultants that get high growth, that's what they've done. They got those three ingredients right, the timing, the message, and the messenger. So basically what they did is they built themselves a surfboard and they went and they found a wave. So that's all I've got for you today. Hopefully that helps. Uh, that's one of the things that we really do with new clients in the strategy part, the first few weeks of working on launching a podcast, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that wave inside of their industry, inside of their niche, inside of their category. I'm looking for the waves that we can catch that will help their podcast ride to high growth. I'm not looking to help them build a paddleboard, I wanna build them a surfboard. So that's part of why we spend so much time and mental effort uh, in that first few, like few weeks Really getting down into the nitty gritty of what's going on in their industry, what's going on in their niche, what are the trends, what are people talking about, what are the things that you can say that nobody else is saying, what what are the things that are that are countercultural in your space right now, what are the controversial things, what are the polarizing things, because we're trying to get a sense of what is going on that we can take advantage of that's going out, that's going on externally, basically external from from our client. So anyway, all of that stuff is in the strategy tools inside of the fast tracks. So if you want to work through that process. Yourself. Obviously, you can go get the fast track, uh, or you can just work with our agency in the podcast production process. And that's part of the the new client process is to bring you through that and help figure all that stuff out. So, either way, just go to our website, getmicrofamous.com. You can click through to uh, grab a 15 minute brainstorm call, uh, see which one's right for you, see if your podcast idea is the kind of idea that has that potential to catch a wave, all that fun stuff. Because I want to see you have high growth and not just have a paddle board, but have a surfboard. So, With that being said, thank you so much. We'll see you next time on the Microfamous Podcast.